Oh, man, thanks. And uh, you give me way too much credit because it was not just me. It was... This is a term of endearment, so don't don't feel bad that I'm saying this, but it was a bunch of other knuckleheads that are back there, and they know exactly who they are. Uh, dreaming, thinking, even taking trips before this, and uh, scouting out, and uh, yeah, just planning on what would ministry look like out in the desert. And that's when dirt came about. And the first time, uh, first couple of years, actually, we were over there on the other side uh, in the SVRA, and um, it was just awesome, you know. And then uh, the Blue Inn uh, just decided to, you know, they, they actually were encouraging us to come over, and we're like, I don't know how this would work and everything. And it's been absolutely amazing being on this side, being able to ride over into the park, that kind of thing. So we're just excited to do dirt. Uh, from Hume Lake, we're excited to do ministry anywhere. That's what Hume Lake is all about. That's our that's our purpose. That's in our ministry state statement. We find venues to do like this to invite people so we can share the gospel, and that's what we're going to do this weekend. We're going to do a bunch of writing. We're going to do a bunch of eating, and we're going to talk about God's word. We're going to talk about the gospel, those kind of things. And um, somewhere along the line, I have no idea where. Uh, somewhere along the line. Uh, on the shirts, you see it. It says, enjoy the ride. I don't even remember who did it. I think it was one of our graphic designers. Uh, put that tagline to dessert. <laughs> dessert. Whoa. Hey, that's our new venue, dessert. Uh, but they put that to dirt, and it's stuck. And we've never really talked about it. And obviously, you guys all came out here for several reasons. I mean, some of you came, you know, to get away from school. Some of you came to get away from work. Some of you get away from other people. I don't know. Um, some of you came to eat. But one thing that you guys all have in common, beginners to experts, you guys came out to ride, right? Oh, that was kind of, uh, I don't know. Did you guys come out to ride this weekend? Yeah. It's about enjoying the ride. And I don't know about you. Some of you are brand new. I've been riding since I was a little teeny tiny kid. Um, and I have always enjoyed the ride. Even when it's bad, I've always enjoyed the ride. There's something about, so for me, it's motorcycles. Some of you guys, it's quads, side-by-sides. Crazy people are on three wheels. I got it. Um, I used to do that a long time ago. Don't do that anymore. Uh, but for me, it's a motorcycle. And there is something about getting on a motorcycle, especially in the desert, but just about any terrain, trails, whatever. But there's something about getting on two wheels in the desert and getting out there and just having the freedom to go. And you guys know what it means. We never had to explain, enjoy the ride. We never explained it before because we don't have to. You guys understand the tagline, enjoy the ride. Um, and obviously, it's kind of a, you know, a metaphor for life as well. Uh, it, we want you to come out here. We want you to enjoy the ride. But it's also talking about life. And the verse I kind of want to camp on this weekend is John 10.10. 10. And Jesus says, I've come that you may have life abundantly. Um, let me back up a little bit. John 10, 10, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I, Jesus, came that you may have life and have it abundantly. The uh, passage there, he's actually talking about like um, sheep and shepherds. He's saying, hey, I'm the shepherd. You guys are the sheep. And Satan is the thief. And he's trying to get through the gate and he's trying to steal sheep. And, the, and the, the thief only comes to steal and kill and destroy. Satan never tries to come in and do good things. And he says, but I'm the shepherd. And I've come that you can have life and have it abundantly. And I started thinking about enjoying the ride and how much I love riding and everything. 
But you know what? Some of you, including myself, have probably been through some rough times too. And it's kind of hard to enjoy the ride. And it's kind of hard. There's been times when I go, Lord, I don't feel like I'm living the abundant life. I mean, I'm just going to be honest with you. It's, there's been times that I'm like, I just don't feel it. I, yeah, uh, my wife has a sign <laughs> upstairs in our house and it says, um, uh, uh, you know, uh, oh, what's the hymn? Oh man, I just lost it. Um, it is well with my soul. That's what it is. It says, it is well with my soul. And I walk by the thing all the time. And there's sometimes I just go, it is not well with my soul. You know, and there's weeks where I keep walking by. It's still not well with my soul. <laughs> and there's other times I'm like, all right, God, I got this. You got this. It's, it's well, I'm good, you know. But we don't always have the abundant life. And that's what I want to talk about, enjoying the ride, even when the ride is hard. Because a ride is not always easy. And when I say it's hard, you guys have all kinds of different pictures that go through your head. Everything from financial struggles, jobs lost, um, uh, diagnosis, cancer. What, I mean, huge, you know, deaths in the family, divorce, whatever it is. You guys know what we're talking about. And sometimes it's really hard to go, okay, Christ has come that I can have an abundant life, but I just don't feel it right now. Right now, enjoying the ride, enjoying the ride is really hard right now. And so we're going to talk about, um, uh, the first thing we're going to talk about is actually some of the hardest rides, some of the, the worst rides I've ever had, you know. And, and I started thinking about some of the things that make rides really hard is, you know, like not being prepared. Honestly, there's one time we were doing a staff ride, we we're on the other side, and Everybody wanted me to lead this ride, and there's like 15 people. They're all ready. I was doing some other stuff, and I, 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 I mean, I'm trying to get my stuff on as fast as I can. And I start riding off, and I start clicking through the gears, and I got electric start, so I didn't kick it. And I, I start clicking through the gears, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. I'm wearing my street shoes. I'm wearing Vans, and we're going on like a 20-mile ride. I had a hard time walking for the next two days just because I didn't go back. I'm like, there's too many people behind me, you know. So not being prepared or having an accident. Um, you know, my son was, uh, my son Charlie was airlifted out of there uh, with a head-on collision. There's, there's times that the rides are really tough. I got to be honest, I think, I think God was kind of prepping me for this message. About an hour into our ride today, uh, my bike developed the worst low-end knock in it. So I, I'm, I'm pretty sure nobody, has anybody else blown a motor today within the first hour of riding? Yes, I'm the only one. <sighs> yeah. Anyways, got to get that fixed. So, um, yeah, there's times when it's the, the abundant life. The it, it's hard because things are hard. I mentioned this to a friend of mine the other day, where I was kind of going with the message, and he said, "Yeah, Chuck, but that's what shapes us. That's how sometimes God shapes us. That's how sometimes our circumstances shape us." I said, "You're right." We learn in the, through the hard things. Um, one of the, I was going to talk about one of the worst rides that I've had. Um, of course, I'm trying to treat my computer like an iPad. It just doesn't work that way. So um, before I get to the, the, some of the worst rides, or the worst ride, one of the worst rides, um, John 16.33, Christ also says, In this world you will have troubles. So he says, man, I've come to you have abundant life. But then another spot, he tells his disciples, he says, but you're going to have troubles. So you can have the abundant life even in the midst of trouble. Sometimes we try to separate and we're like, man, life is hard. It's not abundant, that kind of thing, because I've got so many troubles in my life. You can still have an abundant life 
even though you're going through hard things. Because Christ, I mean, it's, it's, that's what he says. In this world, you'll have troubles. But he says in that verse, take heart, for I have overcome the world. Um, and sometimes the ride is just tough. Uh, one ride that uh, my son Charlie and I took, and I think I may have used this before, uh, it was when we were in Idaho. We lived in uh, Washington for a while, and we went and did this ride in North Idaho. We had no idea where we were. And um, because of that, we went to the ranger station first. Smart thing to do, right? We got a map, got uh, some advice where to go and everything. And uh, we get there, and I'm looking at the map, and the map kind of, I'm looking at it, it kind of got us to the riding area, but then, like, the riding area, there was, like, no detail. So it was like, like, here's a main road, here's a main road, nothing. I was like, whoa. So I put the, the map away in the truck because I'm like, there's no point in riding with this thing. I actually didn't have a GPS with me that day. So I really wasn't prepared. Um, and uh, there, was a, um, there was a sign of the riding area. So I took a picture of it with my phone. And we take off and we're just, we're just looking to have a great day. And honestly, we had a good time riding. We really did. At one point, uh, Charlie went off the side of the hill. We had to get him up with a toe strap. We're the only ones out there. Uh, you know, there were struggles, but, but we were doing okay. And it's starting to get darker. We didn't really know, I actually didn't really know where we were. So I pull out the phone. And I'm like, all right, so let's start navigating back to the parking lot. And so we're riding and riding and riding, trying to get to this parking lot. And we get almost there. And I realize this is not where we parked our truck. And I start looking at the map. There's several parking lots. I have no idea which one is where we parked our truck. And I'm like, oh, this is not good. He doesn't have a headlight on his bike. It's getting later. It's getting dark. And the reason it was one of the worst rides for me or one of the hardest rides for me because I'm, I'm navigating my, my son who doesn't have a light. I don't know where I'm at. And I, he's following me thinking, hey, he's got it together. As dad, I didn't have it together. And so that's why it was one of the hardest things for me because I didn't know where we were going. And, uh, and I'll get to it more later, but eventually we got uh, back to, to uh, where our truck was. We were completely on the other side of this thing because I had a lot of bad info. And that's, that's one of the first questions I want to ask you guys is when things get rough, where do you run when things get rough? Um, and in, in hard times, I have a tendency to, um, sorry, my computer's freaking out here. Um, I have a tendency to try to fix things. I mean, I don't know about you, but I, I'm a fix-it guy. So when things get rough, I, I, I first want to, I'm going to Google it. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to try to do this. I'm going to, you know, within my own might, I'm going to try to figure it out. And probably one of the last things that I do is give up and go, okay, God, I need to pray about this. I need to figure this thing out. And I'm not talking about blown motors. I'm talking about life. And, and it's, it's usually one of the last things where I stop and go, I really can't do this. I really can't do this, and, and I need help. And in those instances, one of the verses that come to mind, it's, uh, it's one that um, has been a great verse in my life, both challenging and reminding me, is Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Some of you know it. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. God's word says to trust him instead of trusting your own understanding. So many times we go through tough things when the ride is tough and we're like, I, I, I've got to figure it out. I, I've got that capability. I'm an adult now or whatever. And you got to try to figure out. And we can't always figure it out. And we can't always lean on our own understanding. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. 
I have a hard time with that a lot of times. A lot of times I'm like, all right, God, I'll trust you, but I still need the backup plan. I still need money in the bank account, or I still need to, you know, have this in place, or I still need to have a plan. I'll trust you, but I'm still going to figure out how to do this myself. And sometimes he goes, these problems are bigger than you. You got to trust me. And what I love about this, uh, it says, in all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make your paths straight. And there's sometimes in life, I don't know if you've been there, where things are just so curvy, so weird, they go off and you're just like, I don't even know how to navigate this. He promises, he says, if you trust in me instead of yourself, I will make your paths straight. So one of the things that happened when we were riding, we're out there, it's getting dark. I've navigated to the wrong end. This is a big park too. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, little riding. I've navigated to the wrong end of the park. Now I'm trying to figure out how to get back, but I don't even know exactly which way to get back. I'm like, or which, which, which end of the park I'm trying to get back to. I mean, it's just this whole mess. And um, there was hardly anybody out there, but we came across this guy. I think he was hunting. He was on a quad or something like that. And uh, only really one of the only people we saw all day long. And I stop him and I'm like, hey, I actually don't even really know where I'm at. We were at this parking lot, you know, it's kind of like this. We kind of came in off this highway or whatever. And he goes, oh yeah, no, I know exactly where you guys need to go. Um, and he points down the road and he says, hey, see that road right there? He says, take a ride on it and take it straight to the parking lot. I mean, literally there was no other turns other than I had to get back on that road and I had no clue. I mean, I honestly had no clue. That was the, the way he goes, no, if you take that trail, it's going to take you straight into that parking lot. And a guy that knew the area, a guy that knew that what he was doing, I had to trust him. I don't know the guy's name. I mean, he could have been taking me for a ride. I don't know. And instead I went, okay, I, you look honest. I got to trust you. And we got on that road. We took a right and we just rode and rode and rode. And at the end of that trail was our parking lot and our truck. And it just reminded me that there's a lot of times that we grab everything by the hands and we, and we go, I've got to try to do this. I've got to try to understand. I've got to try to fix it. I've got to try to solve it. And God goes, you know, I would, if you just trust in me, I can make your path straight. But instead, a lot of times we do a lot of this and that because we're trying to fix it. And at some points with the tough things in life, we've got to give it up and go, God, you, you've got to have this because I don't. That's what he means by the abundant life in the midst of when things are tough. So sometimes we've got to let go. We've got to be smart. We've got to do things. Yeah, but at some point we've got to go, God, I've got to trust you. Because he says if we do that, he's going to make our paths straight. There's times that we're making really poor decision after poor decision. I've been there. And he goes, you know, if you, if you follow me, if you get into my word, I'll, I'll help you make that, that path straight. So um, another question I have for you is, what are you using for your map or GPS? So obviously we went on that ride. I did not take my faithful Garmin GPS that I've had forever. Um, that would have actually helped a lot. I would have been able to locate me. I would have been able to see my tracks, that kind of thing. Um, also, you know, it really would have helped if, you know, that map that they gave us at the ranger station, I know Zach T. Wells, but that map they gave us at the ranger station, if I had had it with me, I would have maybe had a bigger clue, but instead I took this fuzzy picture and I didn't even know where I was on that map. 
and I didn't really study the area. I didn't, I didn't really know what was going on. So that's my question is, you know, what are you using for a map and GPS? I was using something that, that really didn't help because it wasn't true. It wasn't a good direction for me. Now, a map and a GPS, they're based on things that don't change. So they're true. So they're based on, you know, magnetic north. And they're, they're, they're based on people that have, like Dave Beaumont, who uh, made maps and been amazing at them and uh, can navigate them, know a lot better. The GPS, I mean, it's off of satellites. It's off of things that are true. And when things get tough, that's my question is, when things get tough, what do you rely on? What, what, where do you go for those answers? And um, a lot of you go, well, I've got a Bible, and, and I do go to church and stuff. And my challenge to myself when I was putting this together was, I, I have a Bible, and I read it. I go to church, and I, I do listen to messages and stuff, but I thought, how much time do I spend in God's Word and listening to messages and worshiping and in a Bible study? and being discipled by people or discipling other people. How much time? That's the thing that, that God kept putting in my head was, yeah, it's okay to have these tools, but do you really know them? Do you really know my word? How much time are you, you spending in there? Um, Psalms 119.105, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. In other words, it, it's showing us where to go. God's word and I feel, I, I'm, I'm really guilty of not spending enough time. I mean, I spend more time watching videos on YouTube or, you know, or whether it's TikTok or Instagram or whatever. You, you guys know all the distractions because here's the deal. Satan doesn't want us to spend time in God's word. He doesn't want us to have a map or a navigation tool that's true. He wants to start navigating off of things that change and things that are, um, are, that the world is saying, hey, what is true and that kind of thing. Satan would rather see us distracted and hearing from those things rather than spending time and hearing from something that is a true north, that, that is based off something that doesn't change. So that's my challenge to myself and to you is how much time are you spending in God's word? It's great that you have a Bible and it's great that you attend a church. Um, or maybe you don't, but how much time, how much time do you spend really seeking after truth? Um, it was kind of funny. Once we actually navigated back to uh, the parking area after the guy said, hey, just go straight down that road. We're like, hey, great. I mean, it was still miles, you know, uh, but we finally got back to the truck and there's a sense of relief. I think Charlie was like 14 at the time. But, um, you know, there was a sense of relief because we're at a place that we didn't know. He doesn't have a headlight. I did, but I didn't have my GPS. I didn't have my map, nothing. So you can imagine, as a dad, by the time we get back to the truck, there's, there's a sense of like, oh, okay, whew, this, this, uh, it's, it's, it's over, you know. And so we're unloading, uh, or we're, get, we're getting off our bikes. We're starting to load the truck. And uh, there's a guy parked next to us. And so I, I, you know, just talking, I just told him, I said, yeah, we were in for a little adventure. We kind of, you know, uh, didn't know where we were going. We are kind of stupid. I didn't bring the GPS. I, you know, I didn't, I didn't bring the map because there's no detail on the map. And uh, we navigated all the way to the other end, you know, off a bad picture. Didn't even know where this parking lot was. And, and he goes, oh, really? He says, uh, let me see the map. And I'm like, yeah, okay. So I pull it out of the truck because obviously we didn't have it. So I, I uh, uh, pull it out of the truck. And I show him to him. I said, yeah, look, I mean, it, it told us how to navigate here, how to get here. And then it showed us some trails here. I said, but there was just no point in bringing this map. 
He takes a map. It's on the hood of my truck. He goes, thump. And on the back side, there was this huge blow-up of this amazing riding area that we've been riding in all day with all the detail. Every trail marked, every parking area marked. It was amazing detail. It was everything I absolutely needed while I was on that trail. And I left it in the truck because I didn't spend time with it. And I didn't know what I had. I honestly didn't know what I had. And so I'm like, well, this is a waste. I can't believe they even printed this. And I just left it. And I don't know about you, but there's times that life gets hard and I kind of treat God's word that way. I mean, I, I don't, I, I really wouldn't say it. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to go to God's word or I'm not going to, you know, uh, go ask a fellow believer or, or something like that. But there are times when I actually treat it that way because things are hard. And I'm like, I, 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 it, life is so hard. I don't have time for devos this morning. I got to figure out how to do this. I mean, do I really hear myself saying that? Okay, life is so hard. I don't have time to spend in God's word because I've got to go fix something. And I do that. I don't know about you, but I do that. And so my challenge to you is, you know, where, where do you spend your time? We do have, we do have a true north in God's word. And are you spending time in it? Because just like when we were writing um, I did not spend enough time getting to know that map in a new area that I should have been hungry for it, that I didn't even realize that, you know, that fuzzy area that, that just, you know, gave very little, I didn't even read it hard enough to say that the detail, to, to read that the detail was on the other side of the map. I didn't even spend that much time with it. And you talk about, you know, the other verse we talked about, you know, making our path straight, that would have made our path a lot more straight. If I had known that that detail was there, had it with me, and we could have been navigating right. So those are just some of the things from some of the worst rides that I've had. Um, because enjoying the ride. Sometimes we got to figure out how to enjoy the ride. John 10, 10 says, Jesus says, I want to give you life and give it to you abundantly. But that's not without hard circumstances. That's not without really, really hard things in life. And the key is, are we spending time in God's word? And are we trusting God that he has a better plan for us and we don't always have to figure it out? Um, one thing I was reading uh, just a couple of days ago as I was, I was preparing for this, and I was reading in Mark 4. Now, Mark 4 is where the disciples, um, they've just gotten to know Jesus. He kind of picked them, you know, that kind of thing. But they've, they've been with him for a while. Um, but they're out on the Sea of Galilee, okay? Some of you know the story, but they're out on the Sea of Galilee and this huge storm comes up. Now, Sea of Galilee, you got to think it's like, you know, like salt and sea size. It's maybe, I don't know, maybe it's even twice as big, but it's not like the sea, not like the ocean, but um, some kind of localized storm comes up and it's tossing them. They're in a tiny boat. Okay. These aren't big boats. These were tiny boats. They're all in there and Jesus is sleeping. Okay. That means they're probably like stumbling around them, that kind of thing. And they're trying to figure this out. They're all fishermen. They, they spend time on the water, but they're, they're getting worried. Now they're worried the boat's going under and they're in the middle of this thing. Okay, this is not going to be good. And they finally wake up Jesus and they go, don't, master, don't you see it? We're in the middle of a storm. And I don't know what they expected him to do. I think they probably expected him to like start helping bail the boat or something like that. And he speaks to the storm and it's calm. And when that happens, they all go, oh my goodness, <laughs> who is this? He can speak to the storm and it goes, and, and, it, and it goes calm. 
Doesn't say that the storm goes away. It said that the storm went calm. And they, they literally went, who is this? This is crazy that Jesus could calm the storm. And I'm here to tell you that Jesus is the same today as he was that many thousands of years ago when the disciples were panicked and they had real troubles in their lives that they actually thought could be life-threatening. And they asked their master. They went, Jesus, we need your help. They tried to do it all on their own, you know, and they finally said, wake him up. We can't do this. We need his help. And he calmed the storm. Probably didn't take away the storm, but he calmed the storm. And he can do that in our lives. That's why he says, I've come so you can have life and have it abundantly. He didn't say it's going to be without troubles. It's not going to be, you know, easy, that kind of thing. But he says, I've come that you can have abundant life. And so that's the first challenge to you guys is in enjoying the ride. How do we enjoy the ride when the ride is kind of tough? And the answer is we've got to spend time in God's word. We've got to trust him. We've got to give it up to him because he is the God that calms the storms, both thousands of years ago and here today in our lives. He's the same God as he was then, as he is now. So the next thing is we're going to talk about the best rides ever and enjoying the ride and having an abundant life, but that's tomorrow morning. So you're going to have to come tomorrow morning and hear about the best rides. Uh, let's, let's close this in a word of prayer. God, you are amazing. Thank you for loving us so much that you care for us. You want to make our path straight. You want us to trust you. You give us, you give us a guide. You give us your word. And Lord, I thank you that you are the same today as you were thousands of years ago, calming the storms that the disciples were so worried about. God, we know you're not going to always take away the hard things in our lives, the tough things that, that make the, the ride really stink sometimes. But we know that you can calm them. And that you want to help us to, to have straight paths, to follow you. God, I, I just pray for this weekend that you would just really speak to each and every one of our hearts what, what you want us to hear. Lord, we love you. We thank you. Thank you for uh, just being able to be out here and enjoy the ride. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.